0: All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights.
1: <laughs> liberty and the if liberty means
2: anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. <laughs>
1: Make
3: America great again. The Big Night.
1: Welcome back to The Big Mig. I am your host, Lance Migliaccio, with my co-host, George Ballantine. Tip of the spear, if liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. George is trying to show us that he's got another new swag shirt. George, what does that shirt say?
4: God wins, baby. God
1: wins. George is the king of the ultimate swag collection shirts. One of these days, he will have to donate the whole thing to a museum somewhere down the road after he's rich and famous. Uh, so, George. I might be, how listen, you doing, buddy.
4: I might be rich after I, we get done with Joe Lombardi, our next guest, though, with the financial yeah. advice he gives and stuff. I'll tell you that.
1: How was your, George, how was your uh, weekend?
4: Um, eventful, I'm going to say. Eventful. Okay. I don't know. A lot of stuff going on, Lance.
1: Well, I want to thank our uh, sponsors, first of all, seaofmud.com. Patriotic apparel for you and your family. Holidays are around the corner, as you've heard me say here many times. Get over there. Your liberal family members need something from Sea of Mud. There's no reason not to start the conversation over holidays, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas. There's no reason not to start it with a little, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. As George likes to say, once in a while, you have to You have to get a little action on uh, the other side of the fence. Of course, your conservative family members are always appreciate it. We love that company because of what they stand for, and we appreciate the sponsorship. And Old Glory American Pilsner, brand new sponsor to the Big Mig. We're happy to have them. Uh, We just did a shout out for them online. You should let your liquor stores know that you want them to carry the product if it's not available where you're at. They're out of Tennessee. Uh, it's a it's a veteran owned company uh, and they believe in supporting veterans. Uh, every dollar that comes in is donated to charitable veteran like minded companies. I love what these guys stand for. We're very happy to have them on board with us. If you decide you'd like to sponsor the Big MIG, you can always reach out to GB at thebigmig.com or LM at thebigmig.com. We're always looking for a parallel economy, patriotic countries that stand for what's right. You know here, we believe it's a uniparty, so we're not saying that we won't support both sides of the fence, because we don't believe that the Republicans or the Democrats can be trusted on this show. There's very few of them here in the United States, at least as far as Washington DC is concerned, that I believe are doing the right thing. George, how do you uh, feel about that?
4: <laughs> I don't know, I know I'm gonna get a lot of emails, but I, Lance, I wanna make, um, yeah. a cor- not a correction, but a clarification from our last show. It's about yes. um, Old Glory beer. So yes, they do. It's um, Hook Point Brewing Company, and they have it's the pub, it's called the Ready Room Brew Pub, brew pub that's on Brookhaven Circle, Memphis, Tennessee. So that's also all connected with Old Glory Beer, Old Glory Bank, Old Glory. So it's uh, Ready Room Brew Pub. Memphis and the Tennessee great thing
1: is this company doesn't believe in woke bs agendas or dei yeah. right? you know that we feign away from those we've had a couple of sponsors come with us from some national brands that we turned down even though it was a considerable amount of money because they didn't stand for what we stand which is the unification of America through education one show at a time we try to bring in the receipts as you know we have been talking a lot about situational awareness uh, it's important to pay attention when you're out in public If anybody saw in the last day or so, there has been a video that's been circulating from TikTok. We'll probably show it at the beginning of the show on Wednesday. But it is allegedly the FBI has come out with a list of cities that they are concerned that there will be Hamas attacks in the very near future. Uh, We don't know that they're going to be infrastructure attacks or they're going to be public attacks or cyber attacks. They haven't uh decided uh how to disseminate between those but that situational awareness not only applies to your your uh obviously your conditions around you when you go out into the public public events grocery stores event centers
4: go go for lance
1: george i thought you were gonna bring us in but i am happy oh, sorry to do i'm it. still setting up shots don't, lance, my don't bad. even worry about that set up shots george <clears throat> i've got it Welcome back to the big MIG tip of the spear. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. And, you know, that's what we do on this show. Every single time we do it, we try to bring on people that will bring you the receipts. will bring you the facts. will bring you the truth. As you guys know, we have recently turned down sponsor deals uh, with companies that wanted to control our narrative. It's interesting that the lists we got along with uh, what would have been considerable amounts of money for the Big MIG were lots of things they did not want us to talk about. So we said no we're going to keep we're going to stay true to ourselves. It's not just about the money for us. But if you would like to sponsor the Big MIG and you are a parallel economy patriotic company that believes in equal rights for everyone believes in the Constitution and believes in unifying this country through education and one show at a time. Please feel free to contact us LM at the Big Meg or GB at the Big Meg. We've got a couple of sponsor spots still available. In the meantime, if you are not following us, if you are not subscribing to us, George did an amazing job, created a new ticker for us, took a little play out of the Laura Loomer book. We've made it easier to find all of us as you know Uh, We try to keep our social media consistent, but they don't like George's long name over at X. We're not sure why. I don't know if they've got an edge on us for Italians. Roger Stone would say that it's the Italian racism. George, do you think it's racism?
4: Uh, I think it is. 100%. (laughs) Well,
1: so we've got a big story that came to us through a friend of ours. Hold
4: on. I got to do something real quick because um, Sheriff Joshua James... um, I think assistant is in our chat today because he's coming on Wednesday. Yes ma'am. She go- yes, ma'am. She wants me to say this because it's like, yo, Chaw Baby. That's her nickname. Some Italian guy gave it to her in Canada. Chaw Baby. Uh, Chaw Baby.
1: Okay. Chaw, well, well, Chaw, baby. I'm not sure where that goes from, but hey, we try to keep everybody happy here on the show. We don't always make liberals happy, but you know that we do want to unify the country. So as you guys are well aware of this Soros fed scumbag Jenna Griswold here in Colorado is behind this crew group and has organized a fomented plot. I believe it's being organized nationally. They tried to do it in California. Laura Loomer nailed them. They are now doing it in Colorado. The uh, trial has been for the most part completed. We still have closing oral arguments. Uh, Trennis Evans as you guys know was convicted for j6 they found him to be nonviolent. uh he was one of the early ones uh, early sentenced on it. And to be honest with you i think it was great that he was because it seems like the sentences have gotten over overzealous and unreasonable malicious and vicious moving forward they've gone higher and higher longer and longer thank good we still have Trennis out here fighting with us um he is going to And what we want to do is go through this blow by blow. We believe that what they're doing to Donald Trump and trying to remove him from the ballot here in Colorado is criminal in nature. It's been financially backed by the Soros regime. In my opinion, Alexander and George Soros are international terrorists. They aren't allowed in many countries. I don't know why the hell they're allowed here. It's probably because our Corrupt DC cabal on both sides of the aisle is more than happy to take money from sources like foreign uh, Soros from foreign sources. Dark money book deals. The corruption just never stops. Um, so Trennis has filed a case here in Colorado that we're going to go over and he's, he's been uh, generous enough to bring us a bunch of the evidentiary clips. He's going to show you. that's our thumbnail for tonight Uh, that is Trennis at j6 that's what he was identified i believe they called him the yellow stretch cap guy when they were first trying to get him i don't know if that's right Trennis will correct me if it isn't um but here's the deal uh we're going to bring you proof tonight that shows that the evidence that was presented in court by the soros backed secretary of state the crew group and their attorneys has been manipulated that in fact that evidence they presented has been fraudulently created Trennis is going to take you through blow by blow and i think you should share this high and low because here's the point forget donald trump for a minute let's just talk about voting and liberals and conservatives it's my belief i don't have to agree with you but i will fight for your 1a your 2a and your voting rights to my death I think it's only right that we should all have the opportunity to pick the person that we believe rest, best represents us. And this connived, congealed, fomented garbage that they're doing here in Colorado is not only malicious. I believe it's criminal in nature. And let me say this to you: that judge that's hearing this case, and those prosecutors—I don't want to say prosecutors; these attorneys that are involved in arguing the case—are probably well aware of the fact. That this evidence has been uh, has been twisted around to present itself in a manner that isn't true. Now what they've done to Trennis is, is even beyond that scope. They've damaged him. I believe not only personally reputationally but also financially. So he's more than justified, but we have this problem that our courts believe they're above the law, that our judges believe they're above the law because there's no accountability. And we need accountability for you guys because we're supposed to have a guarantee for free and fair elections. And what they're doing to Donald Trump, they're doing to us. George, you agree with me because you know this stuff angers me because I believe our criminal justice system is so weaponized. Comments? (laughs) Angers you. Angers me more. I've
4: been through that process with that bullshit. You know, it's it's it happens. It happens from the town level to the county level, state, and all. And now people see that it's happened all the way up because all this has done is expose the left for what they really are and the rhinos because they're all complicit with this. You're trying to take out a man, a former president, from running again by by doing illegal means. I mean, what is what is this election meddling 101? Right? I mean, how can you get any more than that? They're trying to do the judge in New York. I agree. The judge in New York going against um, going against the rule of law. Then you got here now, Colorado, along with the J6 committee um, doctoring um, timelines and putting and putting false evidence. Let me tell you something. If there's a constitutional sheriff anywhere in Colorado, they should go lock their asses up right now.
1: Well, at the end of the day, there's no doubt that you're right. But let's get to this. So he's the founder of Condemned USA. He's an investigator, documentarian, author, January 6th expert speaker, rock the red board. Uh, you know, Condemned USA. He's filed the civil suit against Crew and Eric Olson in the Colorado ballot case happening right now. I don't know if he's going to uh, if he's going to try to intervene. We'll see what the decisions are on that. He's got uh, we've got proof of evidence. We've got civil suit exposing the lies and the just unjustified attack on we the people. We've got a bunch of clips here, uh, George. Let's bring Trennis in because I really. You also got to add Lance. He's camera. a real
4: good, very good friend of mine. He's a friend of yours too. This is not just somebody from around the way. He's a real close friend of ours. So let's bring him on. Yeah, we believe in Trennis.
1: Trennis, what's hey up, brother? Guys, how are you? Good. Thanks oh, thanks for by the way.
4: He was—he wasn't—he was under the weather the last few days. He's just getting his voice back. So if he talks low or his voice, it's because he's getting his voice back. He actually decided to come on here last minute. I asked him late this afternoon. Oh, you got your voice back? You want to come on the show? And he, he's like, "Yes, of course." So thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Yeah, I
5: have uh, most of my voice back. And by, yeah, Lance, it's about time you have me on the show because I saved your life once in Arizona. You know, and I didn't—you know—I didn't forget that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah,
4: that's right.
1: Well, here's the deal. So we're talking about the pit. We were, uh, the, the pit was an interesting event. There were a lot of people working behind the scenes. It's funny. They they tried to discredit us with uh, Catherine Engelbrecht and, and uh, Greg Phillips, not knowing that all of us were talking behind the scenes. That was a strange, uh, a strange, and there were a lot of federal agents there, but George and I were not one of them.
4: Lance, <laughs> what are we tell? <laughs> right. t- Tell people, learn how to play the game, everybody. Learn how to play yeah, that you game. you do have
1: to learn to play it. So, Trennis, tell us what brought you to discover this evidence and what brought you to bring the civil suit, because obviously we've got a lot of media to cover. I don't know how many media items you guys have, George. 17. About. <laughs> yeah, so we've got to get right to hey, this. This is so loaded take, up, bro. Take us in, Evans. Give us the, uh, the Cliff Notes version of what happened and why and how it started, and then we'll go right into media one with you.
5: Well, you know, the legal advocacy was originally formed in the effort to help J6 defendants get the best available outcome and help people with appeals, investigate their case, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I was, you know, obviously closely tied to what's happening with Donald Trump. You know, he's my favorite president. He's done a great job. He's been a fourth for America and we need more like that. Obviously, the MAGA movement. Right. So my my issue was I was watching the opening statements and I watched them play this video and I couldn't believe what they were saying. First, that the crowd was peaceful. Nobody was really doing anything. Nothing happened until 2.24 in the afternoon, which is an absurd lie in itself. But um, what can I say about that? Okay, so it's an absurd lie. That we should just be used to this in the courts this day and age, right? So then it turns immediately to saying that Donald Trump released a tweet, and here comes the video. I knew it, surely, I was like, surely they're not gonna play this image of me again, play me reading the tweets. Donald Trump on the Capitol steps. And sure enough, they go right to it. I couldn't believe it. Here we go. It's Trina Stevens on the Capitol steps with the megaphone, reading Donald Trump's tweets, asking people to stay peaceful, except they leave all of that out. They fail to give any of that information to the American public. And only thing they do is selectively edit the portion where it says, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, et cetera, et cetera, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts instead of the fraudulent or inaccurate ones they were previously asked to certify. Great statement, right? I read that, but I also read all of the other statements that Trump tweeted in succession. Those tweets couldn't have been out. They wouldn't have been available to me to read them at 224. How can I read the tweet from 238 and the other one from 340? because they were all already out, because when I was actually reading that was it after 4.10 p.m., according to the journalist that actually shot the footage, that turned her footage over to the select committee. So put this in perspective. In numerous ways, you can prove that that video is not a 224 video. In numerous ways, you can prove this video that plays in succession after that doesn't happen until 253. In numerous ways, it's also available to the public that at 238, Donald Trump had already released the tweet about support law enforcement, stay peaceful, we're the party of law and order, et cetera, et cetera. And I apologize for the voice, guys. I've really been down here. No,
1: don't worry about I'm, it, trenish Don't even be concerned.
5: we an amazing project here in this last few days and worked with our team and crank this thing out. Just take your time. Original filing in Friday and amended one out today. Um, I, and I'm working, uh, hopefully... That this uh, takes the right interest. Look, I don't do this for fame or fortune. It's certainly not the you know if you want to do fame or fortune, January six is not the the right answer, right?
1: It's, it's going yeah, it's a complicated answer for sure, with especially with the spin. Uh, technology narrative that uh, the deep state and the J6 committee is used to take only selective sections of people's uh, you know video of people's uh, voices of images and try to spin it together to tell a completely different tale than what was going on. We know it was a peaceful protest up until the government decided to start using less lethal munitions, and then of course all the federal agents that were conspiring within the crowd and promoting uh, for people to get involved and enter the Capitol, because let's face it, a lot of people didn't even know it was illegal to enter the Capitol. I didn't even know that, to be honest with you. You know, I always thought that the Capitol of the United States was the people's capital. Lance,
4: it's not illegal when they open the doors for you and invite you in.
1: Yeah, well, it let's appears get a that point, in Dad. fact, that's the decision. Stop. So, so Trent, let me say this to you. So you find this out, you start seeing the timestamps have been changed. Now, let me ask you this. Who changed those timestamps? Is it the people that originally shot the content? How did those timestamps start getting changed, the timestamps on the videos?
5: No, actually, the original journalist that shot this video, it's still up on her website. Her name is Sandy Bachum, S-A-N-D-I-B-A-C-H-O-M, Sandy mm-hmm. Bachum. She's actually uh, what some people refer to as a leftist operative or something of that nature mm-hmm. that is constantly in everything, Portland, Charlottesville, and she's, a, you know, every, she's everywhere where all the bad stuff happens and at the right place at the right time to capture everything. She's phenomenal journalism, I guess, on her part. But at any rate, the point being is this. You have to remember, you touched on something a minute ago about people that being let into the building. Mm-hmm. You have to understand, and your viewers need to know this, that in January six cases across the board, they have done what's called precluding. They have precluded the argument for estoppel. They have precluded the argument for entrapment, and they have precluded the argument for First Amendment. And otherwise... Other words, they have nullified in any way, shape, or form your ability to use entrapment, estoppel, or the First Amendment as an argument in your legal case. You can't make any reference to First Amendment. You can't build an argument around it, and you be you. you would judges uh, would sanction the attorneys. These are actually what's happening in January six cases.
1: And that's incredible because that is operating outside of the Constitution extra constitutionally when the Constitution is the supreme law of the land and it overrides these statutes and the code because the code is only prima facie evidence of the law. So you're looking at right from the very out the beginning the onset. They're criminalizing and they're making it illegal to fairly protect yourself and to argue a case from legal standing. The fact that you can't use your First Amendment right to argue as a protection in itself should be criminal. I mean let's face it. How do they how do they operate extra constitutionally. You know why guys because there's no accountability. There is no accountability. There are no consequences for our judges or the Department of Justice to be criminally prosecuted. They have created all sorts of protections for themselves built into the legal system that I believe are criminal in nature that gives them the opportunity to operate outside of the law. So go ahead, Trennis.
5: Yeah. So uh, the next part of that, you know, so you run through this series of video. This video should not be played in any court. This video should not be played as evidence to the American people at any time ever. It's anything but evidence. It's a fraud on the people. It's always been a fraud on the people. Since the first day it was released in this narrative format, where they spent millions of taxpayer, US taxpayer dollars, this was built as an effort to impeach Donald Trump, to keep him off the ballot, to demonize a political party, to mobilize their leftist operatives, from the BLM movement, et cetera, against these people, against anyone that has the support from a conservative viewpoint. I've so have seen that.
1: This leftist uh, film producer, is she the one that changed the timestamps?
5: Oh, uh, she's the film producer. That was your gentleman. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name the, from, uh, a- I believe it's ABC, that uh, made the video that actually built the so-called documentary. And Benny Thompson entered that into evidence June 9th of
1: 2022. And and were the timestamps already changed when it was entered into evidence. Correct. They were changed. Okay, so it was it was somebody in that group who's who changed these. Now, has it become because I didn't know this stuff prior to you coming out with it. Is it become common knowledge that that video is has been altered out in other arenas besides the Donald Trump trial here in Colorado.
5: Yes, it has. I, I took that case to the Fifth Circuit uh, around a year ago, and then the case was ruled as moot because the there was a situation there where things were uh, were delayed, and then they said, "Well, the you know they didn't win, and there wasn't going to be the Select Committee. They had concluded their work, so the case was kicked because it was moot at that point."
1: So, in your opinion, there's no way that the crew group and the attorney attorney Olson shouldn't have known that to use these in their opening arguments was in fact using evidence that had been altered, tampered with, and had already been impacted, right? They must have known that the minute they started to look at this video, correct? Let me be very
5: clear. Regardless of whether they did or didn't know, they had a responsibility to know. These people are officers of the court. An officer of the court is due to bring the truth to the court. An officer of the court cannot bring fraudulent information. If you remember what we see, some of these attorneys that are in trouble right now for other matters, they're saying, well, it wasn't me, I let some, I'm sorry, I avoided my responsibility. I I failed my oath to be certain of the evidence. They have a responsibility, you know, to bring something to the court. They can say, my client swears this, right? Mm -hmm. But when you provide video testimony or evidence, you have a responsibility to do your due diligence to the best of your ability under the oath of your office. As an officer of the court, to bring that evidence forward in a meaningful and truthful way to the court, anything but that's what happened here. This is another spin in an effort to congeal and to absolutely create and limit on their narrative to develop this for the American people in an effort to undermine both us as a as a voting populace and as Donald Trump as the leading candidate in the conservative and Republican movement.
1: Well. Wow george i think we should dig right into these videos because yeah, i want to show them. people exactly what Trennis is talking about let's start with media one which this is the what you call the police fight with protesters to maintain control of the lower west terrace at 111. Yeah. so you'll have to so, explain obviously our listeners have never seen this video before take them through Trennis one at a time and explain to them the relevance
4: all right i'm gonna play is there audio with this video yes okay so hold on let it play so, and then...
1: most of them have audio
4: all right
3: I'm go
4: I don't know about that one.
5: So you know that's at what time again? That's 1:07, right?
1: 1:11. 1:11.
5: 1:11 p.m. in the notes. 1:11. Sorry, yeah. There's a lot of things rolling in my head here, so the cold medicine's got me down a little bit. But that's all right. 1:11 p.m. They're saying now. The remember this? These counselors came out. These attorneys came out for crew, and they made a statement to the court and the American public that see there all the people are just standing there. Nothing's happening. They were pretty much peaceful. They're just hanging out. And then Trump delivers a tweet. So all of the videos that you're about to watch in succession all the way up to 220 something there in the afternoon are all evidence that that's a fraud on the court, that that statement is a lie. It's never been anything true and it will never be true. It will be a continued and horrific lie to the American people in an effort to remove president or former president from the ballot. Yeah, George, just keep playing them. I think it's great. Yeah, George, show one eighteen,
1: and this is titled. Uh, let's give him the title. Pol- Police attempt, Police attempt to-, to push back protesters from Lower West Terrace yeah, yeah. at one fourteen. Let's go.
3: Hey, hey. Water! Water! Jesus! What wow.
1: Okay, George, and let's just keep going here. Media three police fire rubber bullets into the crowd of protests to drive them back from Lower West Terrace 118.
6: Hey, Get her some help. Hey, get her some
1: water. Hey, come on, pack. Hey, get her some water. Right in face, man. Sure. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Push. Push. Wow. Now, I believe that they used the less, less lethal munitions to agitate the crowd. Would you agree with that, Trent? Because I believe it was intentional because they weren't getting the oh. reaction they wanted.
5: Well, let me let me paint some clear picture here. The use of those less than lethal munitions are misused in this case. They, as a matter of fact, if you remember the events of January 20, 2017 in the Lafayette Square, those individuals sued the city of D.C. to which the city of D.C. was about four point three million dollars if my memory serves me correctly for the incorrect usage, unlawful usage against the directive of those less than lethal munitions. I'm oh, sorry. Those less than lethal munitions when you fire rubber bullets from a height and you have nothing but head targets they're designed to be fired at chest level and below and you don't have that target to apply from that distance at that height those Hmm. angles so those are a misdirected use of those and they're totally against the engagement rules for them. Additionally the flashbang grenades the flashbang grenades that do uh, you know actually explode that does deliver a concussion grenade. Those are capable of stopping hearts. There's countless training incidents where people have blown their arm off with those things. There's been fingers and appendages blown off a number of times. That is also against the directive. They threw them into the crowd. They actually started some people on fire. And as we heard Congressman Sparks lament just a while back here when she was addressing Merrick Garland, you literally had people with strollers and the kids. And there were prior to that people were singing God bless America and so forth and standing there in peace before they started firing the rubber bullets and the flashbang yeah. grenades and the munitions. Unfortunately, for the court purposes, what you're able to see here is we had to take what the pictures of that would be available from the image they provided in the opening statement, which is camera number 0944 from the West Dome of the Capitol. And we had to stay within that parameter and show footage that would have been yeah, seen of course there. We've so, been arguing
1: anyway. for them to release the footage. Uh, we've also heard lots of stories of them using the feds that were interspersed throughout the crowd used smoke to communicate to actually start some of these attacks that they were using military style smoke communications. George, throw up media five. This is Joshua Black was shot in the face by police while standing at the front of the crowd of protesters on the lower west. So I assume they were shooting rubber bullets or pepper pepper spray bullets. Correct. The pepper yeah, so rounds. fire.
5: Yeah, they were firing those uh, different types of munitions. Um, There's actually a listing of that we had started compiling early on of how many. So the flashbang grenades that were fired um, against the directive and munitions dropped right into the middle of a crowd like that. That's definitely not the usage. So if you drop something into the middle of a crowd, people are pushing away from it. So ideally, you're pushing people forward. Interestingly enough, remember, 72% of the people that were indefinitely detained for January 6th were law enforcement or veterans. The reason was is because those are the people that were running to the front line saying, what are you doing? You shouldn't be doing this. This is against directive. It's against protocol. Mm-hmm. They knew the difference, and they were trying to tell the police to stop, and then at which point they become engaged with the police as they're trying to beat them with batons in many cases.
1: So, George, or- let's throw five, six, and nine right in a row there, okay?
3: She. <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: Something, yeah. bro. Bro, you're on the oh. he
6: Hey, walk up to the front of the fucking line. Come here. No. Yeah, so, Let's check cops what they no. just to no. you. Oh. Hey, watch out, man. Get over. Hey, what the hell? Look at this, guys. Look at him. Look at
3: him. He needs medical. He needs, he
6: needs, he needs no, medicine. no, no. You need something, bro. That shit's gonna. You're gonna have
0: fucking scar. That shit's gonna make a hole in your lip, bro. Permanent.
3: When we come back on.
4: If you're guessing, I
5: Witness kevin greason hitting the that's uh, there's another video that's coming it's a little more descriptive it's pretty graphic that he gets hit in the chest with a black grenade and then falls to a heart attack so these are the uh, events that they told you just remember these are the same coroners that provided that george floyd's death the same coroner that operated for the dc that said roseanne boylan was a methamphetamine overdose that we later discovered all of the information gary mcbride brought to the country that uh, she was trampled sprayed with CS gas in the hole there, in the, hole, in the tunnel. And then after that, that she was beaten viciously by Lila Morris with a, with a walking stick of some sort. And her only crime could have been at that time that she might have still been breathing. At any rate, uh, these are the same coroners that are the same exact coroner that from Michigan that did that same atrocity. And I don't know how these people keep turning up in the same places to carry the narratives. But you need to keep watching and keep seeing. And mind you, We don't give you selectively edited. We show you the good, and the bad, and the ugly. My dear friend David Summerall over at StopHate.com, as you see, the videos are watermarked. We've been working on this together for over two years. And David is a fantastic video investigator with his team at Stop Hate. And without them and the legal work that we do, um, it's been a great union to help a lot of people. But we can't help everybody. We're We're continuing to help people. But this was an opportunity I just couldn't believe. I couldn't believe they were dumb enough. Somebody was actually dumb enough to provide such fraudulent evidence to a court. You might be able to get away with this under the speech and debate clause in Congress, but you're not getting away with this when you did what you did in the county and the state of uh, Denver, Colorado. So this is a a problem.
1: So the next videos here, I see more of them are about the grenade attacks. Are there any specifically, Trennis, uh, because I want to get to the part Or we start to go into the text message and the rest of it. Are there any of these that really are important? I've got media uh, 13, 14, 15. They all say either uh, you know either uh, tear gas, grenades, stun grenades, rubber bullets, or any of those ones. We have to show the audience.
5: You're going to see more of the same that destroys the idea that gotcha. everyone was just standing there and nothing was happening until Trump made his tweet at 224. Okay. So
1: there was obviously activity. I think, George, why don't you jump to media 17? Because this is one of the first ones we start to, uh, the, the police are actually talking about how the gas is blowing back on them. The last and then, one? And, no, 17, George.
4: That's the last one, right, Trennis?
1: Oh, it is. Okay. So, George, do we have the footage of the timestamps uh, being altered? Do we have the ones that actually show that the timestamps were incorrect?
4: Um, that video from Trennis—that's the other day, right, Trennis? That one you put out? Yes. I have yeah. to dig it up, Lance. Hold on.
1: All right. So, grab that. Why don't you play seventeen, and then Trennis, and I'll come in and back and talk about seventeen. It. Talk
4: about the... Doesn't have any um audio so you guys can have to talk because that's um doesn't have audio with it gotcha so i'll add audio Trennis, for you. you
1: can go you can voice over this Trennis, and tell us what the police were discussing here because obviously they're realizing the less lethal munitions are Wait. a big mistake firing those into the crowd because it's agitating the crowd into violence are you sure we know, the- just
5: think about this you you guys are you know northeastern guys right and uh yeah. in and uh, in New York, they just had the kettling case there. BLM, they said they kettled them in May, and they, you know, brought them into this area. They came in from both ends. You had police all over the place, and then they uh, didn't give them an egress route, and they sued. BLM wins. This happens in May of 2023, and they sue and win for millions of dollars yet again, um, just like January 20th, just like January. 20. And then you know, this you have the same scenario. People keep breaking into federal buildings over and over again. The Agriculture Building was broken into in 2022. Forcefully entered, police were injured. They broke out windows and went into the agriculture building to protest. No, didn't see any signs of any insurrection. I didn't see anyone getting felony charges. Didn't see any of that. And I'll have you know, think about this. We'll talk about something for you. I'm going to give you an idea of the sentencing disparity for your viewers. I was found guilty... And I pled guilty to knowingly entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds. That's a felony. I was a first offense, or I'm sorry, a misdemeanor. I'm sorry, a misdemeanor, a class A misdemeanor, first offense, four points. Right, a gentleman that assaulted a, a federal police officer, a federal officer, right, in the Capitol on a previous date, took a five-gallon gas can and destroyed thirty-four thousand dollars worth of federal property. And then left that event after being arrested for the assault, gets out on bond, on pretrial release, assaulting an officer, burning $34,000 worth of federal property. Then manages to get arrested again for assaulting yet another civilian and another officer, an MPD officer this time, while he's out on pretrial release. And this individual only ended up doing time served of the handful of days that he was in jail and like one year of probation and a five hundred dollar fine. Well, I touched no property. I broke absolutely nothing, was never accused of violence, destruction, mayhem, buying none of that. No buy anything, theft. And I paid a fifty, six hundred and something dollar fine, did $20, $20 days in the hole in a federal uh, department of corrections with murderers and rapists as good as it gets. And on top of that, I'm gonna do six years of probationary time. Three years probation, after my sentence started, I did two years on pretrial release, I did a year almost 10 months while I was waiting between sentencing and the time I actually got assigned to a location to go do my prison time by the Bureau of Prisons. I'm going to do almost six years on probation under the thumb of the federal government for the crime of knowingly entering and remaining in a restricted building. First offense, I started with zero points, no arrests. And these individuals are done. And this, I mean, I would have been better off to assault two officers, a civilian and burn thirty four thousand dollars worth of federal property premeditated because he took a gas can there, a five gallon gas can to do it. I would have been better Yeah, off if you would had an
1: Antifa night. hat on or a BLM hat on, oh. you probably would have been all set. The fact is it's because you were a pro conservative pro America America first Trump supporter that we know that our justice system is weaponized. We know that the Department of Justice the federal prosecutor's office the FBI Department of Homeland Security the IRS continue to commit crimes within cases whether it's whether it's witness tampering evidence tampering. Illegal GPSing, illegal surveillance, uh, destruction of evidence, Brady material, exculpatory material, fraud on the courts. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. They're doing this in criminal cases all over the United States. Let's face it. Come on, guys out in the audience. Do you really think the federal government is capable of having a 96 or 7% conviction rate if they're not freaking cheating? I mean, let's face it, they, they, they're having, our, they can't even run our country. They're running us into the hole on debt. They're lying about everything to you about the border. But that's do You actually think that the one department that they're really effective in is the Department of Justice and the criminal prosecutions. Do you actually think that they're doing that right? This goes for all Americans. They've weaponized the system against anybody that doesn't go along with their bullshit. That's what they do. It's all it's part the of the It's the only game. place
5: that they carry an A rating, right? Lance, yeah, it's the yeah, only right. Place exactly. In category yeah. of, yeah, they're perfect the there. They're Everything never wrong in the courtroom.
1: The, the, the federal judges are never wrong. The U.S. prosecutors, Lance, listen, they've been on. caught. Let me finish this comment, George, really quick. They've been caught listening to attorney client privilege communications all over the country. This is an ongoing pattern in history of abuse. Securist Technologies provides phone services for many pretrial hold facilities. They have a problem that I believe is intentional within their software that they've been called to the table, US versus Novak. Uh, in 2006, another case in uh, 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 Kansas City, another one in Texas, another one in California. There's another one, I think, in Broadway, Utah yeah. now where they've been caught listening to pr- the, the attorney-client privilege communications with either attorney with the, the attorneys and the defendants, with the defendants and their uh, uh, paralegals, with the defendants and their private investigators, and they're listening to the phone calls during pre-trial holds because those phone calls are being turned over to them. By the the pre-trial hold facilities because Securus is saying those communications aren't being recorded, but in fact they're recording them, and these cases are going on. And in my opinion, it's a pattern in history of abuse across the United States, and it's no different of what they're doing in the J-6 defendants. And my problem is the reason I want Trump back in because I want all of these mother efforts. To have accountability I want all of them to see jail time I want them all to have to realize what it's like to end up in a prison facility when they think they were just doing their job but in fact they knew they were breaking the law they knew they were tampering with evidence that's my problem George I'm sorry I didn't mean to step on you but this shit pisses me off
4: pisses me off too Lance no I got that video for you guys when you're ready
1: I mean the system's
4: been corrupt my county and a few counties over, to have like a ninety-eight percent conviction rate. So it's
1: come on, it's fucking impossible.
4: Not when it's you impossible. it's not impossible Th- when you cheat. There's no way and that threaten. state and
1: federal governments are only effective in criminal prosecutions, but they can't even run their state counties or federal governments. I mean, anybody that tells me that border patrol is doing a good job at this border and that our institutions in Washington, D.C. aren't trying to destroy us intentionally from within. If anybody tells me, oh, they're doing a good job around the country, we're 30 plus trillion in debt because they can't balance a budget. And all they do is continue to steal the money by giving it to Ukraine, giving it to Israel and all over the place. We can't afford to fund foreign wars. We should be focused on our veterans and we should be focused on taking control of our government again because these are some criminal SLBs. Let me tell you something. I grew up around criminal people, okay? I haven't always been a good guy. I grew up around all sorts of mob-related people in New York. I've seen criminal enterprise before firsthand. My godfather was a capo for the Gambino crime family. I grew up with it as a 10, 11-year-old, saw all of it going on. And I can tell you something, those guys were a bunch of bitches compared to these motherfuckers in in Washington, D.C. It's not even close to criminality. Okay, George, go ahead and throw up 17 before I keep venting. Mm-hmm.
2: But that speech that we just saw got the crowd worked up and headed to the Capitol. I'll show you a video taken from the top of the Capitol at 2.23. You can see the timestamp in the upper left. So after the speech, the, Trump followed, the crowd followed Trump's orders and marched down to the Capitol. But as you can see from the video, much of the rally, what they weren't doing much. They were just standing there. So what did Trump do right after the minute after this video? He posted a tweet that incited the mob to violence. Again, channeling on the focus on Mike Pence, he used earlier in the day, he described Mike Pence as weak and said he didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our constitution. USA demands the truth and look what happened instantaneously with this tweet. We see people read it in the crowd from bullhorns. They immediately started chanting, hang Mike Pence, and the violence began in earnest. Martin!
3: have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not
5: the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify. U.S. demands the truth. We the people. I don't support duty.
3: I don't support violence. I I support a peaceful protest to put them on notice that we, we the people, demand
4: justice. I know that guy in the yellow hat. He looks familiar. So,
1: for the audience, you guys have already seen this. Now, let me say something. This is a pattern that's starting to happen in the courtrooms where opening arguments are interspersed with what I would consider evidence that hasn't even been vetted yet. There's no authenticity to the date stamps on this. These these people that presented this material in court, number 1, this whole thing where opening arguments are being, you know, they're entering photos, they're entering video evidence. To me, this is a pattern happening in courtrooms. that's criminal because that evidence hasn't been vetted yet. And here they are already jading the courts. If it's a jury trial, they're already jading the jury. If it's just a presentation to a judge, they're already jading the judge with evidence that hasn't even vetted yet. So that's number one. Number two, you can see right here. 218 Travis Trennis, take us through this cuz one thing says 218 but then you show the exact video where the real timestamp is 422. So can I ask you a question? The 218 one, where's the source of that versus the one that has the 422 stamp? Can you give me a comparison? Where did you get these yeah. two four, these two sources of video? So they're laying
5: it out at 224 at the time of Trump's tweet. He's saying instantaneously this guy and the rest of the people yeah. start chanting, you know, you re- retweeting or uh regurgitating this through the megaphones, through the bullhorns, right? Not what happened. Um, as a matter of fact, almost nobody had cell service. We've heard that complaint over and over again. You couldn't get a calls in, you guys calls out. Live streaming, very few people were able to do. I think only in the capital they were picking up on Wi-Fi or free, free public access stuff, maybe. But at any rate, point being is that that was not happening at 224. When I was reading that, if you notice the rest of the statements, so when there's that's the video that kind of goes on and laments there, the Sandy Bacham video from her website. She's saying it's at 422. But in her original tweet and the original documentary she puts out, she actually says that that video comes at 410. Now the metadata showed us something different. It showed us 417. So I'm not quite certain if she did an instant upload or what happened there and the original instant upload metadata is what it was affected. At any rate, There's no discussing it. It's not up for debate that the video couldn't have happened, excuse me, until at least 410 in the afternoon, because the journalists originally shot it, put it up in a tweet at that time.
1: Yeah, so and. Let me ask you how long has that been column- common knowledge that the 417 420 argument portion of this video that's the same one they use in court. How long has that been common knowledge among the people that are involved in J6 among the people that are doing these cases across the United States. How hard would it have been for them to figure out that presenting it as a video that occurred at 218 or 222 was just a bunch of garbage.
5: Well, Benny Thompson, Zoe Lofkin, Jamie Raskin, that whole clown show, Liz Cheney, when they delivered that fraudulent information to the people on June 9th of 2022, I'll never forget where I was. I was actually driving to Florida to speak at a Rock the Red event, and I, my wife was playing this for She was watching it on TV live, and she was telling me what was on the screen. And as she told me, you know, they were going, I her. Benny, we're now entering into evidence the events of January 6th for the American PayPal and the congressional record or some nonsense, right? And then it starts going on, and it's right out of the gate. You know, It's this happens, that have a couple of events, and then that's, like, right out of the gate, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's telling me what's on the screen. I was like, that didn't happen then. That's, like, at 4 in the afternoon. And she was like, well, honey, no, they just entered it in the congressional record. I'm like, give a damn what they entered in the congressional record. I lived it. I was there. I know what happened when, and that's not what happened. Interestingly enough, you got to understand it as a January 6th defendant, I think you'll have an appreciation for this, Lance, because I hear the legal ease that you're using and your uh, knowledge on the law. So I think you're going to truly appreciate this. Judge after judge after judge will ask a January 6th defendant at their time of sentencing, "Have you, were you willing or did you participate um, in the January 6th select committee? Uh, did you receive a subpoena and did you willingly participate? And it's interesting how that weighs a factor. And as soon as you, in my case, tell them, hey, wait a minute, Your Honor, did I was I willing to participate? I called every one of those members. I was begging them to bring me there to testify because they had false information. I was trying to correct the record and set it straight, but nobody would talk to me. I talked to the House Judiciary Committee. I talked to the leadership. I talked to members of it. I talked to their staffers. I talked to the Senate. I talked to everyone that I could talk to. I was calling there all the time saying somebody listen you've got this all wrong correct the record these people delivered a fraud to the american people the january 6th committee the select committee was a fraud the report that was born of the january 6th committee is a fraud and a shameful (laughs) atrocity that has no place in our country's government or our system of government and it should be removed and they should those people should be remanded for what they did and held accountable by the only people that have the ability to hold them accountable and that's Congress and the House Judiciary
0: Committee.
1: Yo, what? Anything that didn't fit their narrative. George, you go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. It's
4: all right. I, want to, I wanted to ask a question about, like, we haven't heard anything about Ray Epps' case yet anymore.
5: Yeah. Mister? Let me tell you, yeah. the, the, here's, here's your lead story on Ray Epps. Let me give you this straight up. Ray Epps. Ray Epps was treated correctly. Everybody should have been treated like Ray Epps. End of story. There you go. Yeah. Ray Epps, Ray created, Epps is getting a
1: misdemeanor yeah. probably deferred sentence. Who knows. You yeah. know I'm sure. I'm I'm sure it'll be expunged from his record. We know that he participated with the federal agents. The truth of the matter is what's disgusting about this in my opinion is that they've they, they, when they have facts or proof when they have a guy like Trennis Evans when they have a video that proves that they lied. It just gets swept under the run. It just gets ignored. You volunteered to go in and help them create a truthful record. And of course, that's not what they want. That's why they don't want to release the 40,000 hours of video, because if they release the 40,000 hours of a video, their whole narrative gets flushed down the toilet. They, they, they get proved to both sides of America, the liberals and the conservatives, that your government is willing to lie to you to make up a story that they will lie to you. They will cheat. They will connive. They will conspire. Because if it doesn't fit with the agenda of what they wanted, which was an installed president, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, installed vice presidents, Mike Pence did have the authority to send those votes back, but he was a coward. At the end of the day, this is government for the people, by the people, but they think that they are above the law because there is no accountability. Let me tell you something. You start snatching up people out of Congress and you start snatching people up out of the D- Department of Justice and you send them down to a, to a three day trial, a military tribunal down in Gitmo. Watch how quickly it fixes itself. When you aren't accountable to the law, when the rule of law only applies to the people of the United States and not to the government officials, they create this sovereign immunity bullshit where they seem to think that they can do whatever they want and they have no personal consequences. And that's the problem. We need a four- division of government called the accountability division that's run by real american patriots and real people that are willing to defend this country and they cause those people to have consequences then there'll be a difference because at the end of the day, let's face it, if you can be a thief, if you can steal uh, people's crypto investments, if you can walk into the bank and rob it with no consequences, of course, that's what people are going to do. It's the same Lance. thing that our judicial branch is doing. They're walking in and they're committing crimes against American citizens. Go ahead, Dennis.
5: Lance. Lance, we the people deserve that. We the people were supposed to have a representative form of government. Right. But I don't know anyone that feels like this government represents them. I don't know what to do about that. I know what I do know is this is a big problem. The closest I felt in my lifetime to a time where the government represented me was when Donald Trump was in office. That is why so many people are bring it on, bring on your indictments. People have stopped listening. The cat's out of the bag, right? You can't put this back in. Everyone sees yeah. it, we're aware. And they've done what all governments have done throughout history. They clamp down harder. They go after their political opponents. It is a yeah. playbook we've seen hundreds, if not thousands, of times. Ten thousand. I talked
1: ago. to four staunch Democrats over the weekend that are that are wealthy individuals that have always been staunch Democrats, and they unequivocally told me they will never vote for any of the democratic leadership in Washington DC ever again. Even though they still consider themselves democrats, they have absolutely said there is no way I will vote for Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, or the rest of them. The problem is is that I believe and George will confirm this because I know he's ready to say something here I can see it. He he will confirm. The po- and he's right. The point is We don't have a system that's actually going to allow us to vote legitimately. We need paper ballots. We need voter ID. We need national. We need blockchain technology. We need ballot paper. You've seen some of these watermarked 3D ballot papers that are out there. We need a way that they can't counterfeit or cheat because let's face it. I believe the cheating has been on both sides of the aisle. It just so happens the Democrats have perfected it to an art. It doesn't matter whether it's ballot switching, electronic vote failure, scanner failure, Democrats, mules. It doesn't matter what the system is. They have perfected it. George, go ahead.
4: Um, Well, one thing about, like, I'm going to talk about the Colorado is, I mean, who is there in speaking at this hearing in in Trump's defense or in the people's defense?
1: His attorney. His attorney? He has an attorney there actually arguing. But Trennis, are you going to intervene? I filed a motion to intervene
5: today. Um, I did talk to his counsel this evening after filing that motion. I am reworking some th- uh, components of my motion now. Uh, you know, it's opinion- there's legal opinions flying around right now about whether or not it's too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, uh, there was, you know, I'd like to have done more sooner. Um, honestly, I, I, you know, could have been sick at a worse time and getting on an airplane would have been a horrific irresponsibility. But I was I was making contact. I believe, look, I believe Trump's lawyers are doing the best they can with the information they have. The challenge for them is, is they haven't gone beyond the firewall to find out where the people like me and David Summerall are, um, the people that are the knowledgeable parties that have been investigating this, that have been working these things, that have been involved in the biggest trials in our living history. And we know the information backward and forward. So when they got A stack of evidence they say this is what we're going to present in the trump case or michigan or arizona or wherever the hell they're going to file one of these cases it's a template that they intend to keep using through through or whoever else in my opinion if what happens there continues to happen and they wait till late game and i've got to watch it on tv the experts are pushed out of the game the experts aren't available to you the people that have spent i've spent two and a half years in this office right here doing nothing but this. There's whiteboards around this room. There's papers stacked everywhere. There's printouts, there's countless files and stacks of folders and evidence. We know this stuff. We have lived it. fought I've spoken with over 400 January 6th defendants and their family members. We've taken on fundraising for them. We have taken over the cases. We have lawyers, we assigned them with lawyers. We have helped them with fundraising. We've done everything there is to do. We've been the investigators. We've paired them with people. Nobody knows this information better. I don't give a damn what journalist covers it and has 400 or 500 or a million likes or followers. I'm thankful that those journalists cover this because without them, we'd never get this stuff out, right? You guys, the journalists, everybody gets the information out. God bless you and thank all of you for what you do. But when you want to get down to the matter and who the experts are and who really knows this and who's been doing it since day one, we're right here. We're the guys sitting in Canyon Lake, Texas and up here in Dallas, another guy sitting out in New York. We're all available. We're trying to help. and We haven't asked to be paid. We've done this for free for two and a half years. Most of us are going broke. I'm several hundred thousand dollars into this, not to mention the loss and that I've taken on the other side of it by not being engaged in my business to do this. My case was over. I could have been done for about 40 grand and been out the door, but I haven't gone. I haven't walked away because I can't deal with the injustice. The day that the Joint Terrorism Task Force put my 13-year-old son at gunpoint trying to go to school was the last day that the federal government and I could operate in a way that we can be friends and I can stand by and just be permissible to whatever it is and ignore this injustice. I've seen enough killings. I've seen enough of the nonsense. I've seen enough of your cover-ups. The FBI is the most uncredible organization in the history of the country, yet they lead and operate the investigation when they're not doing parallel investigations with the DHS or CHS or any of these other operative groups or three-letter agencies, illegally might I add, that this behavior continues. The FBI tried to make me work for them. They offered to pay me to work for them. Off the books, literally off the books. How does that happen? Where does dark money come from? in the FBI I wasn't aware of a budget for off the books money for FBI informants. And I exposed that. It's on the record in the court. George, you guys covered it. You remember that story. This keeps happening to people in these United States because nobody in the courts are held accountable and it's time for them to be held accountable for what they're doing to the people of these United States. I've always said, walking inside the Capitol, singing the national anthem, helping the police, shaking hands with the police, drinking a shot of whiskey doesn't make me a terrorist. Yet my government will label me as such while people that actually support terrorist groups that have killed members of our allies' country, countrymen and march in our streets are going inside the United States Capitol, marching for their flavor of politics, are what makes you feel safe? You need to get a serious checkup on your mental health if you're in Congress and you felt more scared of American patriots. And if you're scared of the people, maybe you ought to change your freaking course and do the right thing by the people. And stop trying to weaponize the government against the people. One hundred percent. Take down the most popular presidential candidate in history.
4: Trina, speaking of you, just said whiskey. I gotta, I gotta ask this question because there was a story. I don't know what news outlet put it out that you were have sipping a whiskey in um, Pelosi's office.
5: Yeah, it's another fraud. I was never in anybody's office. I wasn't charged with being in anyone's office. There's a congressional... He didn't go inside, from what
4: I understand, correct?
5: I never went in anybody's personal office. That's what... Did Did you... Okay. Okay. Famatory, lying, scumbag, fake news media provided to the American people, the alphabet soup of minutiae that turns on channel 2468912, whatever, that lie to the American people every day, thanks to the repealing of the Smith-Mundt
4: Act. So like, you know, Lance, you got both of everybody's talking about elections and it just actually came out today. Five of the or five out of six battleground states, Trump's actually beating Biden by like more numbers than when he when it was in 2020.
1: I can tell you this, George. Hold on.
4: The only thing he's not the only thing, only state he's not winning is Wisconsin. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter. He was winning those battleground states last time and they just and those especially those states, they cheated the hell out of us.
1: No doubt about it. But there were people that I know that voted for this idiot Biden last time and they will absolutely not do it this time. But you're right George. Battleground states are otherwise. They're going to continue to cheat because that's all they know how to do because they don't care what the American public wants. They don't care who we want for leadership. All they want to do is install the politicians they want in there that they can control that obviously potentially are being controlled through blackmail and extortion. Maybe it's pedophile files. Maybe it's tax evasion. Maybe it's financial crimes. They want people they can control so they can get the policy agendas through. They want like this horrendous amount of money that we pumped into Ukraine. Everybody's already talking about that the Ukraine war is over that Zelensky's done. Stick a fork in them. It's now going to be over with soon because they don't have enough money to do a damn thing. And if they'd never funded it it would have stopped. But it's the criminality of what they're doing there, George. They don't know anything but criminality. That's all they know, because again, a criminal is empowered by the lack of accountability. No accountability. If he can get away with the crime, he's going to do the crime. And that is what our Washington, D.C., elected officials. And I don't want to say elected, mostly installed officials are doing right. I mean, listen, George. If you could, if you could insider trade, maybe you would do it if there were no consequences. Maybe you know somebody that's the head of a company. He's going to slip you some tips. That's exactly what Nancy Pelosi, Diane Feinstein, Mitt Romney, uh, Maxine Waters is what they all do. They've created a situation where they can do whatever the f they want, whenever the f they want to, because. They get called in front of Congress and half of them don't even want to report. And when they get there, they don't say anything. There's no consequences. They they, want to they want to sanction them. Frick sanctioning. How about some freaking arrests? How about some jail time? How about some prosecutions that lead to their loss of freedom, their finances being seized, them being taken away from their families? No, none of that's there. It's only, that's only applies to us, the three guys right here, right? Because if they don't like what we're doing, that's part of it, right? I mean, that's the whole thing. That's what they did to Trannis. They didn't want the real evidence from Trannis, and the real evidence for the audience is really simple. They're altering the evidence. They're taking timestamps to create a narrative that isn't true about Donald Trump. This trial in Colorado is being paid for by George Soros. Jenna Griswold, Griswold, the secretary of state here, is being criminally sponsored by George Soros. And the truth of the matter is George Soros is an international terrorist. Alexander Soros is an international terrorist. There are many countries that will not even let them come into the country. They should be nothing but facing the dire consequences of lifetime sentences in a military prison for being terrorists. They, they, they pale the 9 11 terrorists. They pale anybody around the globe because they are financing and fomenting this kind of corruption in our government. And our secretary of state here in Colorado is guilty of it in my opinion. These are allegations I'm making. Obviously it's never been determined in a court of law. But the truth of the matter is the evidence is there and they want to pull Donald Trump the people's choice. We wanted to be on the ballot and they want to stop us from voting for him, George. And they're going to do anything possible, because every time they think they indict him, they think it's going to be the end of it. But he just gets more popular. He's more popular in the urban communities. He's more popular with, with, the, with the financially savvy and affluent Democrats. They're losing more and more of that vote. Joe Biden is a dementia, Alzheimer's riddled puppet. Kamala Harris is just the most disgusting VIP we ever could have had. She should already be impeached for what she's done with the border. She's supposed to be the borders are, and our border is just full of nothing but drugs, human trafficking, and crime. This is ridiculous. And Trennis here is trying to fight for the truth, and look what we got. We're getting we're getting right up the ass is what we're getting. Not to be crude, but, you yeah. know, I start getting pissed off and it brings out my New York Bronx guy and it's just hard for me not to think otherwise. We've, we've
5: been taken in that orifice for quite some time from yeah. the Amer- from this government. But, you exactly. know, I think none of us realized quite how bad it was until Donald Trump came along. And then here comes a guy yeah. that's, you know, it's like, hey, you know, it's a lot of people identified with him. Hey, we've had enough, you know, let's call it the way it is. Let's call things the as they are. Let's be realistic. And you know what? He was the guy that said... You know, the the Republicans have always been on this high road mentality. You know, oh, we're better than that. We're not going to get down and roll in the mud with them on that. They're going to let them do that. And they take a pillow to the pillow fight every time, except the Democrats have a brick in their pillow. And yet they go and they come back just bloody and beat up. And, you know, don't don't worry. The Republicans, you can count on them. They're going to write some more strongly worded letters, right? Um, They're not going to worry about impeaching anyone. They're not going to do anything relevant. I mean, it's been three years. We've had the laptop, we've had the evidence, we've had the information. It's three years in. Yeah. All they want to do is hide it. Here we go. But the Republicans will be on this high road, high society, we're better than that, pinky out kind of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And Trump comes along and then people identify with a hard-hitting guy that says, hey, yes, I'm not putting up with that. You're not doing that. He's the kind of guy that walks up to another world leader, grabs him and yanks him in and shows him who's asserting the dominance here right out of the gate, get your head right. We, I represent the kind of American people that won't be run over, that won't be pushed around. And I will tell you, I remind you, the people of January 6th, they're representative of the people of, of this nation, the bloodline of this nation. They're representative of the kind of people, the men that would not kneel, the men that would not be ruled. That's who you were looking at on January 6th. And all they wanted to do was protest. The idea that it was an insurrection, let me paint something else for you. And when, and when in history, Has an unarmed populace attempted an insurrection, much less the most armed populace on the face of the planet decides on one afternoon that they're going to go up to the largest military industrial complex the face of the planet has ever seen with plastic flagpoles and megaphones for an insurrection? What the hell kind of fantasy land would you have to be living in? Only the kind of people that can't properly identify a man from a woman, that can't properly understand the idea to graduate high school depends on metrics. Those are the kind of people that can't get this right. I'm not surprised that the climate scientists like Greta Thornburg and these kind of idiots (laughs) are get it all wrong and they deliver the narrative. These are our sciences. I mean shocking right
1: yeah there's no doubt trentice you've nailed it all we're out of time for tonight george because we've got to go over we've got a national syndicated radio show that we have to actually pre-record but trentice i I don't know if you want to stay on just hold on a minute i've got an idea i want to run by you i want to thank everybody for tuning in you've seen what happened here go on the offensive let your congressional members know in DC that you're unhappy with what's going on with the Colorado case that in fact they're lying in the evidence if you can if you're in Colorado or if you want to call the Secretary of State's office tell her that there this case is out there we're gonna put this up online we'll give you a case number uh, we'll actually I don't know if we can see that or not but George let's make sure we get that into some of our chat maybe we can actually do that or maybe put it on our feed. Let's get that case. You can call Colorado. You can make it stink. Let them know how you feel about it. They're altering the evidence to take Donald Trump off the ballot. I'm disgusted by it. Big big mafia, we love you guys. George, take us out. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you saw I saw the time, and we've got to get over there to Sam Bushman at Liberty Roundtable Live. Trennis, don't go anywhere. I want to talk to you after we close out here.
4: All right, y'all. Have a good night. We're good. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. We got Sheriff Joshua James coming on. He's running for governor of New Mexico. He's a badass sheriff. Constitutional sheriff. We'll let you in all on that Wednesday. Have a good night. Trennis, coffee tea with honey, my friend. See you guys all later.
1: Stay on. To decide what sites you visit. And they're only gonna allow a couple thousand sites. Ninety nine percent of the web. Will-
0: for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at SeaOfMud.com.
6: I'm wired for direct action. And I know that for this kind of work, especially dealing with cartels, I'd need a team of guys I could depend on for high-threat security. Put together what I called the Viper Team, veterans interdicting pedophile rings. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com
0: You are in danger. They are watching you. Big brother, big tech, and hardened criminals too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results, backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain. Until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever.